Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey listeners, in this episode, you'll hear about the new device that's helping with adherence. And if you're interested in hearing more about what I'm doing with maternal health, check out www.rxformom.com and reach out if you are a pediatric pharmacist or pharmacist interested in maternal health. I'm looking for others who are also passionate about that and want to help with some content. Or maybe you're also a mom and have questions just like I did. So reach out. Let me know what you think about this project. All right, so today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest, Charles Gelman, is a visionary leader and accomplished entrepreneur currently serving as the CEO of Hido Health, a cutting-edge healthcare technology company. With a deep passion for improving people's lives through innovation, he has dedicated his career to revolutionizing the healthcare industry. The journey in healthcare began with his early exposure to the challenges faced by patients and healthcare professionals. He was inspired by the potential of technology to solve these issues and pursued a master's degree in clinical informatics, laying a solid foundation for his future endeavors. After completing his education, Charles embarked on a series of successful ventures focusing on developing innovative solutions to address the inefficiencies and gaps in the healthcare system. His entrepreneurial spirit and relentless pursuit of excellence led to the creation of several groundbreaking healthcare startups, each each contributing to the advancement of patient care and operational efficiency. In 2018, he co-founded Hido Health with the mission of empowering patients and healthcare providers through the seamless integration of technology and healthcare services. And under his leadership, Hido Health has emerged as a leader of AI-assisted robotics, leveraging artificial intelligence, data analytics, and telehealth platforms to improve patient outcomes and transform healthcare delivery. His approach has enabled Hido to forge strategic partnerships with prominent health organizations, establishing the company as a trusted and influential player in the industry. His commitment to collaboration and innovation has fostered a culture of creativity and excellence within the organization, attracting top talent and driving groundbreaking advancements in healthcare technology. Beyond his role at Hido Health, he actively contributes to the healthcare community through participation in industry conferences, speaking engagements, and advisory roles. His expertise in healthcare technology and ability to anticipate emerging trends have positioned him as a sought-after thought leader, shaping the future of healthcare through his insights and guidance. With his relentless drive for progress and unwavering dedication to improving healthcare outcomes, he continues to lead Hido Health on a path of innovation and transformation. Charles, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you so much, Hillary, for having me. I'm super excited to, to chat on the podcast today. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us. And uh, now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro or share a bit more about your personal life. 
Yeah. So um, we started Haido a number of years ago and our intention really wasn't set out with an intention. <laughs> so um, let me clarify a little bit more for the folks that are listening. Um, I, I started off in pharmaceutical, then went to medical device and then medical software. And I was starting to think, you know, as I experienced the industry, um, looking back a little bit more on the golden era of medicine, when physicians and providers and nurses used to go home and visit people and care for them one-on-one. And it wasn't such a fast-paced action that currently exists today. And I, I've always had that in the back of my mind of how can we create this blueprint of medicine to exist to be patient-centric and patient-focused. And um, as I've worked through a variety of different companies, I was starting to put the pieces together. So that's really the start of Haido. All right. Um, well, maybe you could kind of walk us through, um, you know, what exactly Haido does. I know you said that you kind of um, didn't really have a, a set goal or vision, but maybe, um, you know, where, where did you start in the healthcare ecosystem and, um, you know, what, what was your kind of first solution and who were the types of entities that you were working with? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first started, I started off with a small company called Johnson and Johnson, and that's where I was able to get some experience within the pharmaceutical world, understanding clinical trials, um, seeing the impact of medications that were needed on patients, understanding how patients prescribe their behavioral habits. Um, and that really exposed me to um, the impact you know, within the entire ecosystem and the role that I played in regards to communicating, educating uh, those physicians. But um, that was really my start, and that really opened my eyes to um, all the different medications in the marketplace, as well as um, the confusion that exists between the patients understanding the types of medications and then taking them as prescribed, and then also the challenge and the struggle that providers and nurses have communicating complex information to patients and helping them understand. Yeah, exactly. Um, it can be very con- confusing um, for the consumer, um, you know, we've got all of these direct to consumer advertising and sometimes, you know, patients are even going into their doctor going, I want that. Um, and so doctors and, and pharmacists and nurses are having to stay on top of, of all of the new medications that are approved. Um, and just, you know, knowing what's covered and not covered, uh, under different insurance plans that changes often, uh, even every year, but, um, maybe you could tell us, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, um, working for a pharmaceutical company and seeing that from that perspective. Um, so what does Hido do to help, um, with that education and driving patient behaviors? Yeah. Hido is like a miniature brain that rests on the shoulder of patients to ensure that the prescriber's directions and instructions are followed as prescribed. So it looks like a Keurig coffee machine and um, you plug in the pods, just like the coffee machine, except for it is your pill bottles. And the Hido device auto-recognizes medication, name, frequency, and dosage. So it eliminates medication errors at home for patients. And for the first time ever, it's able to follow the directions 
as intended. So each one, each medication is tracked dose by dose for patients, eliminating their burden. Okay. Now, is uh, the device something that patients get from the pharmacy? Are their medications already loaded in there? Or how would one get this robotic device? Yeah, so this uh, works a little bit different. This is based upon the need of the patients. So based upon the number of hospitalizations, ER visits, and total cost of care because of utilization, um, it is given by the insurance company. So there's no reimbursement needed. There's no special orders needed by a doctor or nurse. This is solely predicated on the need of the patient. Okay. So you have been able to work with a couple of payers. Are they mostly um, for seniors, for Medicare eligible patients? And, you know, we know that those uh, patients are often on multiple medications and on complex regimens. Um, are those typically who would benefit from this device? That is a great question. Now, the majority of polypharmacy chronic care conditions are um, in that over 65, but the majority of folks that are hospitalized at a higher rate are folks that suffer from mental health. And those are uh, tend to be a wide variety of ages. So what we're focused on at HIDO is the one percenters. The one percenters are the folks that are costing health plans and payers 40% of all dollars. And if you look at the, um, you know, the, the folks that go all the way up to 5%, of the patient population, um, that's 80% of all medical spend. So we're solely focused on chronic care diseases such as cardiovascular disease, hypertensive diabetics, um, the other ailments that might exist like dementia, memory care issues that are very, very costly for payers and that have a drastic impact to patients' lives. Um, those are the folks that we're, we're focused on right now. Got it. So basically you've been able to partner with a couple of health plans and then get their list of patients that are most high risk, send them these devices for them to uh, better manage their medications. Mm -hmm. And then you also think about it from a pharmacist perspective. You know, we, you have to ask yourself, are pharmacists practicing at the top of their licenses right now currently when they have to guess whether or not patients are taking their medications as prescribed. Because we're taking patients' words based upon memory. Most folks aren't taking diaries dose by dose of what they're doing at home and then bringing that to the provider when they see them on their annual checkup or at their visit at the clinic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how does, are patients typically bringing the device in or does it, does it, um, automatically send in that, uh, medication adherence information and, and the exact regimen and to be able to share with maybe they've got multiple providers and, mm -hmm. um, yeah. How does that, what does that look like? Yeah. Great question. So as long as there's a field, um, available within the EMR, whether it's Epic or Cerner or, or another different EMR, we can track and push the, mm -hmm. the data within, uh, the EMR, which makes it easy for the providers. Also, um, on the health plan side, usually there's a case manager, there's a, a med tech in the background that's monitoring all the clinical dashboards for the patients. So you get real time dose by dose uh, video observation recordings of the medications. And then you can smart round based upon who's at risk and then put somebody into to motion so they can interject or intervene 
before something gets out of place by a patient, you know, missing three or four days of medications that might lead to a hospitalization or readmission. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of outcomes have you been seeing with uh, implementing this in that that top one percent for the health plans? So this is where I'm going to ask a question for your audience, and then maybe Hillary, if you'll play along with me, um, they can also guess. So if you had a technology like this for your patients with congestive heart failure at a health plan in Northern California, what type of reduction in hospitalizations do you think could occur if they took their medications as prescribed? Mm, Well, I, I would assume it would be pretty significant if you can get them to take it as prescribed. Um, Yeah. I mean, any, Want me to shoot out some numbers? Yeah, or are you let's hear go it. Ahead? Okay. Um, yeah, and how many patients have you? I mean, is it this a thousand, five thousand, a hundred um, that we've been able to see so far? And yeah, so this is a, a small statistical sample of about thirty patients. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, maybe eighty percent, ninety percent improvement in reduction. Is this over a year or over six months? Over or? twelve months. Over twelve months of 12 patients months. taking their medications for the first time as prescribed. Yeah, well, I I would assume it's pretty high up there then. So an eighty percent reduction in hospitalizations has occurred with the use of Hydo device from patients simply taking their medications as prescribed. And also a counter note, Hillary's also entering the lotto to win next week because that was dead odd. So um, you are one of the few to get that right. In addition to that 80% reduction of hospitalization, drastically changing these people's lives because they were struggling before with their medications. You know, the majority of the burden is really based upon using a plastic pillbox that's just not satisfactory for patients at home right now that are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, gosh, we've seen things like bubble packing and other things that have tried to help improve that or, or things like pill pack and, you know, they, they send all of those in, but, um, yeah, I mean, there've been just some tremendous advancements with, um, actually measuring that. So it's always interesting to see, and then even better yet to see, um, when we can actually start tracking health outcomes. Um, so you mentioned pharmacists and their role. Um, how can pharmacists, um, you know, be more, or, you know, how, how do you currently work with pharmacists um, with HIDO and um, what other roles do you see with, with pharmacy um, in helping patients take their medications as prescribed? Yeah. So the way I see pharmacists is pharmacists are really at the center of being able to optimize the blueprint for health. And when I mean the blueprint for health, if you know, as a pharmacist, which medications has the best best outcomes for disease state, for age, gender, race, geolocation, a lot of the other social determinants of health that can create health equity. I really see pharmacists as the focal point for medications. I mean, they're the ones that went to school that are educated about how important the impact is for the variety of different disease states. And then if you had the power of this information to tell you exactly what's going on in the patient at home, I see pharmacy 
very, very involved in the process of creating this formulary that can drastically alter the lives of millions of patients. Mm-hmm. Um, fascinating. So um, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you're trying to do with, you know, we've been doing, we've had this process of like the pill bottles for years and years and years. Um, how are you working to get more adoption of AI and um, technology and, you know, even devices like you have um, created? Yeah, I think a lot of this is a function around reimbursement and incentives, and it really comes down to the dollar. So, you know, the primary focus for us are patient outcomes, but without significant cost savings, none of this technology is adopted. And unfortunately, that's just the fact of how healthcare works. So our focus is to get the best patient outcomes that reduces cost for payers that can then be passed on to the consumers by lowering their premiums. And the folks that best align with that type of philosophy are accountable care organizations, self-funded health plans, or organizations such as Medicare Advantage um, that take on that risk to perform the best for their patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, tell us a little bit more about kind of the blueprint of health with different cocktails of medications. Yeah, so what we're observing right now are, you know, we've been focused on congestive heart failures, and you see a variety of different medications used based upon different providers, you know, so everyone's in the same practice. They're both, they're all cardiologists there and you have different people prescribing, whether it's physician or it's nurse practitioners. And based upon the disease state, the age, the race, the gender, and the other underlying comorbidities, we're seeing is uh, varying levels or decreases of B1P or BNPs, A1Cs, and other metrics as well as hospitalizations. Thanks for listening to this episode. So what of we're creating Talk to right now are the, by the different combinations group. of if you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the so podcast, rating and reviewing and what we're it. To Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group. Um, for absolutely. On well, you know, podcasts. another thing that we've kind of been Thanks seeing here lately is uh, related to um, labor shortages or, or, frankly, strikes. Um, you know, Kansas being the most recent um, with CVS pharmacists walking out uh, there. Um, do you have any, you know, kind of other thoughts and, and, uh, words um, from that aspect? Yeah, I mean, I believe that the way that the system is set up, you know, there's a couple different ways to think about it. You know, we're either going to need a influx of providers, which we know that there's been shortages for for many years, and that's not going to stop anytime soon. Or we need to decrease the utilization on the total system. So we need a decrease in hospitalizations, readmissions, ER visits, and provider visits. And if we know that the folks that utilize the majority of the service are chronic chronic care patients that are polypharmacy, maybe we should help assist them at home. So my thoughts are 
that if we can help the people at home to prevent them from entering into the system, then we can provide service to the ones that need it instead of just providing service to everybody that may or may not need utilization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, certainly, uh, something that is, is top of mind, uh, right now is we're seeing some of that happen. Um, well, Charles, this is certainly fascinating and we love getting to hear about new technologies that are, uh, really helping, you know, if a patient gets prescribed a medication, but they don't take it, um, it's, it's really not, um, being that effective. And, you know, we see all the different stats all the time, like 50% of patients don't even pick up their medication and then they don't take it as prescribed and, uh, et cetera, et cetera. They, they may, um, you know, skip doses because they can't afford it or this and that. And so, um, you know, we just, we don't know if they're taking it every day, especially if there's, um, you know, cognitive issues or just that they're on a complex regimen and they're like, man, I forgot there. Did I take it this morning before breakfast or after breakfast? Um, so having some, uh, more insight into that will be incredibly helpful. Um, so one is, uh, one of the questions that I love to ask all of our guests is, uh, what is some advice you would tell your younger self or for other pharmacists out there who are just getting started in their career? Yeah, I would say to lean in, really, really lean in on that patient experience to understand the the reasons why patients are challenged with their ability of taking medications. Um, pharmacists are exceptionally smart. They, they have the training. They have the knowledge. The question is practicing at the top of their licenses. Please don't get jaded by the incentives within the system. I believe that value-based care will change um, the way that we look at patients and the types of protocols and places. So my younger self, I would say, just stick with it. Things will change. They will improve. They would be patient centric, just needs more time to change such a large system. Yeah. Um, gosh, well, we hope to, hope to certainly see that soon. And, um, I think some of the, you know, innovation and adoption of technology, um, we'll certainly do that. You were cert- you were an early adopter on getting the informatics degree. So um, thanks for you know pioneering in that way. Now, where can our listeners and others find out more information about uh, the work you're doing at Hydo Health, or for patients, maybe like how how do they how will they know if if they're they might have a device covered or not and can get access to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so please visit us at HydoHealth.com or you can go on YouTube and query HydoHealth, H-I-D-O Health, as it's spelled. And there's plenty of videos and information on there. If you are a patient looking for a device, please contact your health plan and ask them about it. Um, if you need any more information, feel free to click on that Contact Us button. And we'd be more than happy to provide you with any um, other information about the device or the product. Awesome. All right. Well, Charles, thank you so much for being a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be on the show.